Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope a place where you get to believe what is possible for your life. Today, I have the great honor to bring on to the show Pernilla Halbro. Pernilla is the owner and founder of Pernilla Halbro LLC. She is a certified transformational life coach specializing in dream building and life mastery. She is also certified as a EFT practitioner otherwise known as tapping, and she is a Reiki master. Pernella began her journey as a healer at a very young age while noticing that she was an intuitive empath. And in her early 40s, she realized her purpose always has been helping and supporting others, and she became a certified life mastery coach with Mary Morrissey and Life Solutions. She uses tapping and Reiki to teach the body how to restore its natural balance of energy. And she is passionate about empowering women going through challenging transitions, feeling confident, motivated, and alive through a vision-inspired life that they love living. Oh, I love that. And Pernella, welcome. You are a beautiful human being. I'm so grateful to have you on the show with me. Thank you, Nada. I'm so grateful to be here with you. I've so been looking forward to it. <laughs> Me too. Me too. So much so. So just so the listeners know, um, uh, Pernella, I met you uh, because I am also a life mastery consultant or uh, yeah, life mastery consultant and a dream builder coach. And that's where we met. And I took an instant loving to you because you just are one of those people who emit um, a very special energy. And I just always enjoyed being around you and being around your, um, just your beautiful personality and your beautiful soul self. And recently I, I have been out of the, the uh, meetings for a while, the, the get togethers in person. And so I haven't seen you for a while, but through Facebook and social media, I discovered that you were diagnosed with breast cancer. And it floored me when I found that out. And so that is what I would love to talk about with you today um, and share with the listeners your journey, um, your journey through cancer. And are you comfortable with that? Does that feel like it's a, it's a good path for us? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I can okay. say the same thing about you. I always felt like when we first met in uh, L.A., I, was, I believe that uh, there was an instant connection. And mm-hmm. uh, you're a warrior and healer woman yourself. So I guess it mm-hmm. takes one to know one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, there was absolutely an instant connection, and I totally love that. Totally love that. So, yeah, um, divine Divine guidance and divine timing, for sure. So, Absolutely. So, Pernilla, the, yeah, yeah. So, the first, the first question that I want to ask you is, 
How did you discover that something was off in your body? I already said that it was breast cancer, but how did you discover that something was off in your body? Um, I would say I was going through a stressful time um, and I started feeling a lot of anxiety, insomnia, I wasn't sleeping well, um, and just like a buzzing in my body. Like it wasn't resting, it wasn't rejuvenating the way it normally would. Um, so I started feeling like I was a little off, started having some ticks in my eye, and I was like, oh, that seems a little like there's stress going on. Uh, so those were the first signs that I started experiencing uh, in my body. Okay. Yeah. So then how long did it take for you to discover that um, that the breast cancer was detected? Um, it didn't take that long, really. Um, I tried before when I have a burning, when I get really, very stressed, um, I often feel a burning, um, up in my left armpit, um, from my breast. And I had kind of that sensation again, um, where I was like, that does not feel right. But before I had it checked out, it was fine. But I decided to, um, to schedule a a mammogram and ultrasound just in case, um, and that's when, before I, I did that, I started feeling the lump. And that was in, uh, in June. And then it was diagnosed um, on July 3rd. Okay, okay. So you, you felt the lump before you actually had gone in to, to, the, to have the mammogram? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I felt it, and I was sitting in my living room, and, and kind of like that burning sensation was irritating because it goes more towards yeah. your armpit. And then I, I yeah. self-examined a little bit, just, you know, making sure everything was okay. And then I felt something. And I was like, what mm-hmm. is that? And then I felt like it's, it's a lump. It's like a, a little ball. Uh, and I'm like, okay, that I haven't felt before. And I do self-exams on a regular basis. But, um, and I even had a thermography done in March, which was clear. So um, I thought, well, I better have it checked out. So I scheduled for a mammogram, and I felt pretty calm, but I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't okay. You're not supposed to feel a lump. So, um, and then I, I scheduled it, and um, I went for the uh, mammogram and the ultrasound, and that um, was an experience <laughs> because. Um, the guy that was uh, coming in after I had the mammogram done and, and, and uh, my ultrasound, they obviously could see something and he came in and wanted to double check and tell me kind of what they were looking at. Uh, however, I didn't expect him to diagnose, diagnose me right on the spot. And his energies in the room were not really good. He seemed fishing for things and... and was just not showing a lot of compassion, I would say. Um, So I was diagnosed. um, He said it looks like carcinoma, which is um, cancer. And uh, we went outside to talk more. And he seemed more interested in the treatment I'd done with CBD than actually giving me um, 
the run of, of what to expect moving forward. But obviously, I needed a biopsy um, to know what we were looking at. Um, so I had to guide him back to the conversation of, but what are the next steps here? So he even jumped to the conclusion that I needed chemotherapy and radiation. I would need the whole package by what he saw, again, without being thoroughly diagnosed through a biopsy. Um, so I actually got really pissed. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was not yeah. the right way to do it. And um, because I'm in the health field myself, I know that you don't throw, you don't throw a diagnosis at someone without having the scientific proof of it also. Right. So right. I left thinking, what the heck is this? Being really mad. Because I'm like, I have always lived healthy. I eat healthy. I exercise. Um, take supplements. I felt like I always took care of myself. I knew that after my divorce, I haven't been sleeping as well as I could. That was three years prior. So I knew my body was telling me things because I wasn't sleeping well. Um, and I started having food intolerances. So there were, there were a few pointers that things were not balanced in my body. Um, but it really, I got to say, when I walked out of there, I was mad. I was really, really mad. So yeah. took a deep breath and say, okay, well, we still don't know what it is. He says one thing, but who knows? And then I um, decided I didn't want to work with him because of his energy. Um, I didn't feel comfortable with him. I didn't feel like he was an optimist. Um, so I uh, called back and scheduled with a woman that they recommended, which turned out to be absolutely wonderful. Very sweet, very caring, um, compassionate with that I was not crazy about what she had to do. Um, but of course... I did it, and um, yeah, that was a good choice that I chose to yeah. uh, to do that over. <laughs> yeah, you know, and as you tell this story, uh, Pernell, it, it it just comes to me. So this, we've talked, we, you and I have talked about this before, because I have mm -hmm. to tell you, you are the closest person to me that has ever gone through. Um, breast cancer and as we were talking about it it was it was almost as if I was sitting right next to you walking this journey with you and and I just cannot imagine how hard it is number one just to detect that you have found a lump in your breast just the initial shock of that um, and mm. it sounds like you you handled all of that well but there has to just be this thing that's just like oh my god right my just oh my god it just has to knock you for a for a, a loop but then to have the doctor um come in and and not even have a conversation with you it, it's just mind-boggling that somebody would do that and and i know that you're holding back because pissed is probably very mild i have a feeling there would be a lot of um <laughs> Whatever those swear, what do you call it? Those swear words. Um, um, Man, there was a lot of anger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Related to it. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. I really oh, felt goodness. like it was it was unprofessional what he did. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I can't imagine any woman going through what I did, not having the tools I had. Because I know, I know 
I already studied cancer. I worked with cancer patients at uh, my local hospital for three years. I know what it looks like. Not inside the body, but I know what people look like when they're going through the journey and when they have traumas around it and, and having feeling they have to trust the doctors and the hospital, everything they say and just do what they say. Well, I'm like, not always. No. At that point, I did not want to because I was holistic. I was all green, you know, doing all, you know, my Reiki and eating healthy and believe that food is our medicine and, you know, but I, it still got me. Yeah. And that was the part I was pissed about. But also his ignorance of me as a human being that I am sensitive. I have emotions and what you say can affect me. Right. But I, I'm Absolutely. very grateful for having a warrior inside that says, you know what? Let's just question what he's saying and let's just park the fear for now. And you can get pissed instead. <laughs> yeah. And then let's see what happens. You know? Yeah. yeah. I guess no, it's a self-defense know- mechanism also. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the part where you say there was a warrior in me. There was a warrior in me. And she spoke. Did you know before you had this, I don't even want to call it a conversation, before you had this um, episode with the the um, doctor, did mm-hmm. you know that you had that warrior self inside of you? Or is that one of the first times that you really got to feel her rise up and really tap into that powerful inner strength? I have felt her before. I feel her when I do get challenged and mm. I, I always come out on the other side. Yeah. So I, I, I know, I always known I have a fighter um, and probably because of my life journey um, that she will show up here and there. Um, but I would never have people tell me what can happen and what can't. Right. So that that's something that I've had always. I hate being told what to do. <laughs> Especially if it and doesn't you know, feel right. Absolutely, yes. And how many people, either they're not in touch with how they feel, so they don't even know if it feels right or doesn't feel right. They just kind of go with whatever is being told of them, whether it's a, a parent, a boss, a, a coworker, a doctor, and they don't even question it. They just go with that information because right. they don't want to ruffle feathers or I, I, I can't even identify how I feel. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So I'm just going to do what somebody just told me to do. Um, I wonder now this is completely off course from the direction that I wanted to go. And that's usually how it happens for me. But when mm-hmm. you said this, that, that you knew that there was this warrior inside of you and, and you knew it because of your life journey from your life path to that present moment. Do you, do you think, I mean, this is just your philosophical belief. Do you think that all of the things that happened in your life, you know, whether we would say that this was a, in air quotes, good thing or bad thing that led Mm -hmm. you to that moment to be able to really tap into either like I'm being challenged here. I don't like being told what to do. And there was just this, backlog of that that built this warrior woman in you that you were able to say to this 
Because for some people, standing up to the medical profession is authority, and they won't question it. They will just say, okay, that's, that I'll, I'll do what you tell me to do. And even though they're sitting there in that room shrinking when they're, they're fishing for answers on CBD and what happened with that, and not even addressing this life-changing diagnosis that was given in, in absolutely the most uh, um, hor- most horrible way ever given. The words I want to use are just not coming to my mind. So do you think that everything that happened through the past that got you to that moment, that all of that was such a beautiful blessing, even though it never felt like a blessing as we're going through it? I think it had prepared me for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely feel like the journey beforehand had uh, prepared me for where I was or where I, mm. I was going. Learning the the coaching tools I learned with Mary Morrissey, which I learned three years before, uh, up to my journey. And, yeah. um, and just challenges in life. They've all been um, teachers for me. And um, I'm grateful today. I'm very grateful for all the teachings because they brought me through what could have been an excuse, excuse, what do you call it? Um, A really bad experience. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) The Danish part of me here. Um, (laughs) No, it's, um, I think, you know, it's, it's been amazing to have this toolbox with me to go through this journey because it could really have been a bad journey, which a lot of people consider it being. But for me, there were so many blessings in it. So many mm-hmm. blessings. I was sent home to my mm-hmm. family in Denmark where I lived in the States for 22 years at the time. And I was sent home, which is my other home in Denmark for nine months. For treatment. Yeah. I thought I was going to go for three months, to be honest. I thought I was just going to go over, get operated, and back home to uh, my kids over here and my dog but um, and boyfriend. But that was not the case. And yeah. um, But the journey in Denmark and being part of that system has just been amazing. But, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I can tell you for a long time about that. Yes, yes. And we're going to dive into that, to, to how it was that you ended up in Denmark and and the journey that took place over there, this journey through cancer that took place over there. So when you connected with the other doctor, you, you decided, I'm not going to work with this man who had um, so abruptly um, spewed out information, and you chose this mm-hmm. other woman. How did you, fi- how did you find... Um, this other woman, and, and at that point, was there a part of you that that is just now almost protecting yourself? Because my first experience, I, I'm speaking as you, like, so your first experience with this was so abrasive, and now I have to make another phone call and go and be with another person. Was there a part of you that was nervous that that was going to happen again, or, oh, my God, like, almost feeling not a victim, but maybe behind the eight ball, or was that warrior still up going like, you got it now, like nobody is, nobody's going to do that to me again, and there was, it, it allowed you to stand more in your power. Now, there was a part of me that was 
unsure, and yet I have worked so much on trusting and believing uh, the last four years that I leaned into there can only be one better, one better than him. Mm. And I was trusting that the universe would send me the person that would need to do it on me, that I would be okay with. So I, I called yeah. the place up, Advanced um, Radiology, up and I, um, I told them a short story um, about what happened and that I was looking for another person that would have more compassion with the patient or be more empath- empathic. And, yeah. um, and they recommended her, unfortunately right now I don't remember her name, but she, uh, she was a sweetheart. And um, she was the way I envisioned her. Kind, thoughtful, explained everything she did, and uh, all the time was talking to me and making sure that I was comfortable. And um, I was very grateful for her being sent my way. And uh, she turned out also to be a person that I could call back later on once I got the results that were able to explain the results to me the way I could understand it in detail um, because my OBGYN couldn't explain the details because he wasn't sitting with everything in front of him, but he could just diagnose or tell, relay the diagnosis to me that I had triple negative breast cancer. Um, so I, I called her up and said, you know, can you help me? I need to know, know more of the details um, of the biopsy. And um, she went over and beyond to help me and, and sat down and explained it. So very grateful, mm. very grateful. Yeah. yeah. But it's absolutely. about trusting, I think, the journey when you're being put on this spot, if you will, like with breast cancer, it's about choosing, knowing you have a choice also who you work with. If you don't have good energies with one person, it's okay to choose another one. It's a choice that we have. Many people don't know that or they're too scared or too um, frozen by the diagnosis. They don't know what to do. That they just go right. with who's there. Absolutely. Which, which leads me to the question of, I never even thought about that before. Were you by yourself when you got the, when you got the news or did somebody come with you? I had a uh, girlfriend that was waiting outside. So at advanced um, radiology, you're not allowed to bring a person in to either room. So I I got the message by myself. Um, But I was okay. I was okay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Purnell, there are so many, Purnella, there are so many other things that I want to talk to you about and ask you about. And so we're, we're going to start taking this mm-hmm. in for a soft landing um, because there's, I've got about 100 other questions that I want to ask you about your journey and your journey into Denmark and um, what treatment options you chose and how it is you even ended up in Denmark. And, and I'm wondering, because we're going to run out of time on this show, I'm wondering if mm-hmm. you would be willing to come back next week and continue this conversation with me so we can understand um, the rest of your journey. I think I need to have you on the show for about, I don't know, two weeks straight because there is so much in this. And I know we are just barely touching the surface 
Um, but if you would be willing to come back next week, I would love to dive deeper into this journey with you. How do you feel about that? I would love to come back. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The more people uh, we can help, the merrier. And I love to be absolutely. here to support you too. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Pernella. So that's what we're going to do, listeners. We're going to wrap up this call. We're going to come back next week, and we're going to dive in deeper with Pernella on this journey and find out um, blessings and gifts and struggles and challenges and everything that happened um, and, and where Pernella is at now. So please be sure to come back next week to hear part two. And um, I want to thank you so much, Pernella, for being with me today. It's such a blessing. And we will be back next week to continue on with this. So for right now, if you want to say goodbye to the listeners and on the next one, oh, you know what, Pernella, how do they contact you? How, would they, how are the listeners able to get in contact with you if they want to work with you? Because you are, you are a life mastery consultant and you are a dream builder coach. What's the best way to get with you? Well, thank you. Um, they can reach me through info at PernillaHalbrook.com. Uh, my name is spelled P-E-R-N-I-L-L-E, Halbro, H-A-L-B-R-O.com. So it's info at PernillaHalbrook.com. And it's been such a pleasure being here. Thank you very much for having me. Mm. Thank you so much. I am truly grateful. And listeners, please do not worry if you did not get Pernella's information because it will be in the show notes and you will be able to contact her absolutely no problem. So thank you all so much for being here. Again, thank you, Pernella, for being here. And listeners, have a beautiful rest of your week and be sure you join in on our next conversation because you will be very pleasantly surprised. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.